<laughs> Sounds quite good. Okay, let's do this. Okay, we'll just go through. We won't stop. We'll see where it takes us. All right, one, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Global Frequency. We've been gone a long time, but we're back. I've got my co-host Ty here, all the way from lovely Brixton. <laughs> now, we've been gone a while, and a lot of stuff has happened, right? But probably the biggest thing for me and you, like I asked you your age earlier, I know it's now 37. We both grew up with um, Superman. We grew up with and a lot of animation, but not particularly great animation. Like I've gone back, and some of that animation from back then is pretty bad stuff. Yeah, like Transformers, all the rest of it. Um, like I never get upset by the Transformer movies because I, I look at them and I go back to watch the original cartoons, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, we'll just leave that. But um, Transformer cartoon animated movie, the storyline was legit. Yeah, we have to say that. Yeah, yeah, the movie. Pinnacle, yeah, Leonard Nimoy, Awesome Wales, you know, Pinnacle, yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, later movie, the, the movie was literally the Pinnacle. It's like they got a proper writer in and told a story, yeah. Whereas if you go back and watch a lot of the old animated, this is pretty bad stuff, yeah, storyline-wise. And um, so, like, we're coming to the modern age now, and I think it's a modern age, I think people say started with Blade, which you must remember Blade. Um, continue with the Matrix, X-Men, all those films. And as of um, last week, the week before last, Avengers Endgame came out. I've been to see it twice. You've seen it once? Oh. <laughs> I bought tickets twice. Mm. I bought tickets for the opening weekend, but unfortunately I had to give that ticket up last minute as I had uh, something to deal with immediately. Um, but I saw it the following week, which would have been last week, and absolutely fantastic movie, I thought. Mm. Absolutely loved it. And um, I, I, saw it, I saw it twice, once on me, uh, with a friend, second time with my sister, and both times it was just, it was brilliant. I'm sorry, it was just, it was, it was nerd heaven for me. What, would you say that you um, found it even more satisfying the second time round? Um, no. <laughs> the only reason I'd say that, yeah. You missed out this on the first viewing. I, I think because I stayed away from any spoilers on the first viewing. Yeah. Everything that happened was new and it was exciting. I, like, I don't think I've done that on films. Right. A lot of the times when I see films, I've seen the spoilers or I've heard a few spoilers. Yeah. With this one, I stayed away from every spoiler. I hid. Anytime I saw a spoiler coming up, I was like, nope. Mm -mm. And nothing that happened did I expect to happen except for one thing. When Cap handed over the shield. That's the only thing that I, I was expecting to happen. And he gave it to who I predicted he would give it to. But even that was a nice touch. And I think it was, it was all the more beautiful for it. Um, it's currently hitting 2 billion. What was your? We won't go too deeply into it because I know some people haven't seen it, but and I don't know who you are who hasn't seen it because you're a friend of mine. But <laughs> what was your favourite moment for you, and was it worth the ten-year investment you put into it? Well, Twenty-two hours of film. Uh, the best moment for me. I'll try to um, sum it up without any spoilers. But uh, I mean, for me, it would have been to do with the fight scene. Uh, the final fight scene. Yeah. Um, for me, it's about those sort of moments, sort of visual, visuals uh, in that fight scene, in that end battle, which stand out to me mm. uh, so vividly. Um, one of them is, I, which I, actually I won't say, but there was one member of the, of the, um, of the Avengers who managed to use a weapon from another Avenger, and the way that he just combined it with his own powers, I thought was superb. I didn't get enough of that, but it was a moment that stood out for me. And I think we touched on this the other day when we, when we met for a coffee. But um, there was one moment in that battle where it was about a, a five second shot where all the female superheroes sort of come together and they're sort of just walking towards the battle yeah. halfway through the battle. And I just thought it was epic. Um, I've heard some people sort of um, say some derogatory things about that scene, that, that, that particular image. Um, it took the movie, it took them out of the movie. But, you know, we've got to rem we have to remember people that it's a comic book movie. And you've got to have some moments of visual where, yes, it doesn't really fit the context of the scene in that sense, but it stands out 
you know, and kind of has an impact on you. And it did that for me. And there'll be lots of young women, young girls watching that, and they would have been blown away by that moment. And young men like myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sent shivers down my spine in a good way. I loved it. It was electric. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I agree with you on all those points, because I think it, it, it's one of those things, it's like it's a comic book movie, and a lot of people were like, oh, this scene doesn't make sense. This is, uh, and I'm like, do you know what, yeah? You've just seen a movie with God knows how many superheroes in it, and you got a moment when all the ladies got together, and it was like being at the best house party ever. Do you know what I mean? When it's not a lot of you, you, you get the food out, you got all everybody's there but there's no women there and all of a sudden right just when you think your mates are about to go you don't know no women the bell hits at 10 o'clock and they all roll, roll in and they're like what up you got it going on and i think that to me is a beautiful thing and that was what it was like do you know what i mean it was it was like it was fantastic and um I think that deserves every bit of the two billion dollars it's made so far. It's sure. it sunk the Titanic today. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, but James Cameron to put a message out. Right. He put a message out going, it took two icebergs to sink the Titanic. <laughs> but uh, congratulations, boys. One of those was the real one, the other ones was the Avengers. Yeah. It's a proper... But they do that. I think when, um, I think when Phantom Menace originally, I think it was... It broke all the box office records at the time, possibly. Um, I think Spielberg put a message out saying, good on your boys, there's a crown, off you go, good work. And I think that's, that's pretty cool that people like that feel like, eh, you, you've done it, congratulations. I think he will, I think he'll put a message out there. I think Cameron, what's weird is Cameron's got the top two films. Right. So if Star Wars takes Avatar, <laughs> sorry, if um, Avengers takes Avatar, that might be a very another message coming out again. Boys, what are you trying to do here, man? <laughs> Take my crown. I reckon it'll do it by. It, it, it might slow down a bit over the next couple of days, but I reckon it'll almost hit maybe three billion by the end of the month, and that's unprecedented. That. Incredible. That, yeah. I've yet to Guardians, wasn't it? I want to see him. Yeah, I think that's correct. In Guardians, you are right. I think you're number one, right? Yeah. Um, but I want to see him team up. Maybe with the Guardians. Why mm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see them bring him back into the franchise. Well, a certain, a certain, um, a certain high power, high ranking member of the Avengers. It looks like he's going to be a member of the Guardians come next film. Yeah. So that in itself is quite a, a bounty. Yeah. Now, um, moving on slightly, but sticking with Avengers. What's your top? What is there any movie that you think they're going to make that nobody? Like I know they've announced Doctor Strange. I know Spider Man's coming out. Right. And you're a bit of a comic book buff. Is there any of the uh, Marvel products that you'd like to bring them, them to do, which might surprise people? And you can't say Howard the Duck. Well, you know, I'm just kind of invested and really interested to see where they take it from here. Because I look at things that's been going on behind the scenes, like yeah. the merger of Disney taking over Fox. Mm. Um, so... You know, I can't really off the top of my head think of something that's quite obscure that maybe nobody else has thought about yeah. that could be good to bring into the MCU. But what I want to see is I want to see that 
the Marvel Universe moves forwards and somehow integrates the X-Men characters and some of the characters that we're going to see yeah. in the Marvel movies who have been in the Avengers or have had their own movies in the MCU in okay. years. And I want to see them somehow bring them together and, you know, make a whole new epic, you know, sort of comic book franchise. And I want to see it all kick off. I want to see Wolverine. I want to see Cyclops. I want to see a Cyclops movie. But I want them to integrate it with what they're going to do with the MCU moving forward. And that's what would really excite me. I want to see it all kick off. Yeah, I agree with you there. It'd be quite nice to see a Cyclops film. I think Cyclops is probably one of the... Out of all the X-Men films, Cyclops has probably had the worst um, presence on screen. Because I think in the original ones, he gets killed. And in the following ones, I think like the next one's going to be the last one. And he hasn't done much except go, Hey, what's your name? <laughs> hey, nobody! I can't open my eyes. Oh, you can now. It's like it's just it's 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 like wow. Right. The Cyclops has never been done right in the films, yeah. and they they haven't even tried. They have to fix that. We want to see a Cyclops solo movie. We want to see it lead into a new X Men universe that's going to collide with the MCU going forward. But we need to see Cyclops' character be done justice. But not only him. Now that Disney have taken over Fox, we know that Fox have been making a mess of trying to create this Gambit movie. Yeah. So growing up as a kid, as an X-Men fan, which I was a massive fan of, yeah. in the cartoons, my two favourite characters were Cyclops and Gambit. Okay. You know, Wolverine, we all love him. Mm. Of course, he's always up there. Yeah. My personal favourites were Cyclops and Gambit, especially okay. Gambit. The Gambit movie had been under production in production, pre-production for about what, twelve years? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, he did appear in um, what did he appear in that Wolverine Origins? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was a pretty bad film. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I, I like Tyler Kitsch, right? I like. Yeah. The actor. I used to watch Friday Night Lights, the uh, American football TV series. Yeah. Football, great show. I recommend it if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And so I like him as an actor, so nothing to do with him. But let's be honest, that role was totally crap. Yeah. It sucked. Mm. That was not my gambit. No, admittedly, I I first discovered Gambit, I think, when Jim Lee was drawing the Uncanny X-Men. And um, he ends up... The one thing I never liked that they did in the comic book was that he first appears with Storm, with a baby Storm. And I always thought that him and Storm would end up together. Because he was Cajun, you know what I mean? He was like, hey, Belle, you know. Um, but that never happened. And he ends up with, in the comic book, he ends up with Rogue. That's not a spoiler. They, they're now Mr. and Mrs. X in the comic books. Um, I always thought he'd end up with Storm. And I think that um, if they do Gambit, I just I love it if they just had him and Storm together. Because I think they'd make a much better team up than Rogue. and Because in the films, I think Rogue ends up with Iceman. Man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry to the audience, yeah. getting convoluted there. But, but um, I, I, yeah, I, I think they should do a Cyclops film. And it's funny you mentioned that before because I think that would look really good. I can see the poster already, man. Just the red eyes looking down. Yeah. Just give give Cyclops a bit of love. Because I think the one the one thing that Captain Marvel showed is that I think Marvel made a bit of a mistake in what they did with the Avengers. It wasn't a horrible mistake, but they they left out too many female characters. And it wasn't that they were lazy or anything like that. They did it the way they thought would have worked best, and it worked pretty damn well. But I think as with um, DC Comics, they haven't really ever had their female characters out there front and centre. I think last year was the first Wonder Woman. The D- Wonder Woman was the first DC... I can't think of any... No, Supergirl. Supergirl was probably the first time. Cat, yeah, sorry, you bring it back, Catwoman. Um, but they didn't really ever seem to have faith in their female characters, and I don't think they did it horribly. I just think they went well. The original Avengers were these guys. We're building up the audience. People sort of know who Hulk is. They don't really know Iron Man, but I, I think it's shown that actually the female characters are that popular that they should have maybe have had a little faith in them from the start. Because when you do something different, like they did with Black Panther, the audience responds to it. 
You know, even Deadpool. You know, Deadpool may have been another guy, but actually he was he was a, he was a play on the whole idea of the superhero. Yeah. You know, the whole anti-hero theme, and I think that um, Captain Marvel really just showed that with Marvel and the whole scene in the Avengers when you get them all together. That was Marvel going. Do you know what? We heard you. Um, and I do hope when they announce the next films, they don't just announce a Surrey movie, which I think um, old Black Panther's sister, they don't just announce her movie with the champions and all the younger heroes, but I do hope they start looking at characters like She-Hulk. I do hope they look at characters like um, Monica Rambeau, like Captain Marvel's mate who becomes, um, who was Captain Marvel in the comic books at one point. Um, Jessica Jones, I know Netflix has said they can't, they're going to sue Marvel, but I reckon Marvel should just be like, sue us, how much money you got, bro? (laughs) And just do a Jessica Jones film, because I think Jessica Jones is just such a brilliant character. Uh, I love that idea, I feel like that's, you know, one of Marvel's strongest points, is the fact that they are able to bring to life these characters that... You know, the vast majority of current MCU fans probably wouldn't have known before, mm. apart from the hardcore. Yeah. You know, and make them, you know, these sort of centerpieces, these icons for young kids and grown ass adults as well. Yeah. And I think that's what Marvel are really special at bringing these characters who really were on the peripheral of the sort of, you know, superhero realm and make them the centerpiece and make them the main characters, the ones who people absolutely love. Yeah, I, I don't. I think they should go that way. I, I think they should be really bold and go out there because at the end of the day, you know they've they've done. They made a few decisions in that film, you know, with their big guns that yeah. they're really gonna have to bring in. Some, they're really gonna have to bring in some big names, um, and I think She-Hulk would be a great one. Um, get the Wasp up there, front and center. Yeah. Um, who's proven herself to be a bit of a badass. Um, Scarlet Witch, get her front and centre. And once they've got the X-Men, I think the X-Men probably have the best female characters because you've got um, Storm, Jean Grey, um, Shadowcat, Magma, Wolfsbane, all of them guys. Just bring them in. Have Peter Parker fall in love with Shadowcat. Because I read... Did you know about the Ultimate Marvel comics? Because no. in the Ultimate Marvel comics, Spider-Man goes out with um, uh, Kitty Pride for a bit, right. and I thought that was a nice touch, and that would work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean that would work? Spider-Man and Shadow Cat, I'd, I'd, I'd work with that. She comes back later on. I mean, it all they all no spoilers. If you, the comic's about ten years old. Um, on that note, though, about two days after I'd seen Endgame. Yeah. Up YouTube pops the new trailer for Spider-Man. Aha! <laughs> what did you think? Damn, son. Um, my surprise, man. What's quite interesting about that? Sorry, carry on. The way that it opened mm. it was a bit too soon. Yeah. <laughs> it was like two days after I turned the movie Endgame. Yeah. And, you know, Peter, the opening line, I think, off the top of my head was Peter Parker saying, you know, I can't believe he's gone, and blah blah blah. Obviously, talking about someone who you know yeah. in the movie who I'm talking about, mm. and that really hit me, man. Yeah, and I was like, too soon, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer was fantastic. It's funny, had all the jokes you want to have in there. Peter Parker, savvy as ever with his jokes, on yeah. comedy chops are great, and I just like where they're going with it, man. It seems like, I mean, that yes, End Game was the kind of almost, you know, the, Ultimate Comics, right? Now, the Ultimate Comic line 
yeah. was an alternative line of comics to the main Marvel Universe. And I'm sure you've heard it, like Samuel Jackson, that's where they got the idea from to Nick Fury. Now, I read every single issue of Ultimate Spider-Man, and in one of those issues, they introduced Miles Morales. Right. Now, after they introduced Miles Morales, there was a plot line involving Mysterio, right? Who's the main one of the main characters in um, Far From Home. Yeah, and the plot line was this: that Mysterio in Miles Morales's Ultimate Universe um, opened up a portal to the main Marvel Universe, dragged Miles Morales through, and then started trying to take advantage of the main Marvel Universe. Now, what that this is what Far From Home reminds you of, because the Mysterio in that, he's not Peter's friend, but it all starts with him crossing to another universe, and they make quite clear that Mysterio is from another version of Earth. Sure. So I think we may, I'm not, I'm not, fingers are crossed, we may actually get Miles Morales, the black Spider-Man, introduced in this film. I'm not putting money on it, don't quote me, but I think it might happen. They are opening up for that idea. Mm. And it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Because, you know, using the multiverse and parallel universe and things like that, you know, and to me that opens up into, you know, what we saw in the yeah. Spider-Verse. It's basically what they're saying in mm. my opinion. Um, it's the only problem I have is, you know, if they are going to do that, because is it still correct that Sony owns Spider-Man? But it depends what sort of deal Marvel's got with Sony. Spider-Man. So does that mean they own the rights of all the characters connected to Spider-Man? Yes, yeah, Sony do, and they, I believe they do also own Miles Morales. But I think the part of the deal that Sony's got with Marvel is that Marvel lets them use certain characters. Like, I think Norman Osborn is yeah. going to become part of the main Marvel films. Sure. So you might not even see him in Spider-Man much. But that for part of that deal, Sony gets to do other stuff. So they've got an animated film coming out soon, which Sony couldn't do without Marvel's permission. Sorry, animated TV cartoons, which Sony couldn't do without Marvel's permission. So I reckon they've made some sort of deal where they go, look, give us Miles, right? You can take at some point you can have Peter back, but we yeah. keep Miles Morales. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I reckon that's what's going to happen. But that's... I I didn't write it. I don't know. I don't know anybody in industry. Just my speculation. (laughs) But I think that would be a really nice touch if they bring Miles in at this point. Um, Just because it's like like I said, the audiences will respond. They've responded really well to Miles. Yeah, I mean, the the incident Spider-Verse went down incredibly well. I've never heard a bad word about it. Mm. Kids love it. Yeah. Yeah. Not seem to really yeah, and I think going forward, I th- my other last big prediction is that the next big thing is going to be Secret Wars. Everybody's saying it's Galactus, but I actually think it's going to be Secret Wars. And I don't know if you remember Secret Wars. Comment back in the middle. Hold on. Um, I don't know if you remember Secret Wars, but basically Secret Wars is that um, there were two versions. The original version was that all the heroes were taken away to a planet. Right. And they had to fight each other, and whoever wins gets, a, I don't know, a prize or whatever, or great power. Yeah. And the second one they did was, um, which I think the movie, wh- whenever it happens, is going to be what they'll use, is that they, um, uh, Doctor Doom creates a planet w- with little sections on it, and each one's a different reality of the Marvel superheroes. Yeah. So one version was a Western... One version was Hyper in the Future. Another one was an Old Man Logan, which you might have read, but um, Old Man Logan. Yeah, old man Logan. And I reckon that's what, how, when they'll introduce the X-Men. Because I think they're going to introduce the X-Men very slowly. I don't think they're going to do it in a hurry. Yeah. I don't even yeah. think they'll do it for the next two, three years. I think four or five. Yeah. Which is uh, a shame. Because you have time now, in that case, if they do this three, four, five years down the line and merge them fully, that's the best thing to do. Because mm. you still want to build 
these excellent characters yeah. um, individually. You know, yeah. Hopefully we do get a cycle through the, you know, hopefully we do get that Gambit movie. Storm. Let's build up some of those characters first. Mm. Then we see a full X-Men movie. Yeah. And then we can see them integrated into the M- MCU and bring it all together. For sure, we have time, guys. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I don't know, Ty. Once you hit forty, it's just uh, every day's uh, a blessing. The other thing, um, just in the contrast, because obviously we've talked a lot of Marvel. Um, moving over to the other franchise, which was important to us as young kids, uh, Star Wars. Now, start the Star Wars franchise, franchise since its return. Although it's made a lot of money, it's probably been the most divisive I've seen people about Star Wars films, even more than Phantom Menace. Even though some people have forgiven um, Lucasfilm for Phantom Menace, um, there's some people who refuse to forgive them for The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. There's some people... Like, toy sales have actually gone down for the first time over the past couple of years for Star Wars, which is new. Um, and even a movie of about Han Solo didn't seem to be able to pull people in. I couldn't finish the movie, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Which one? The Last Jedi? Uh, it's Solo. Solo. I quite enjoyed it. I, I don't think it was... I think they should have made a solo film, but kept... Um, Kept uh, Lando out of it. I, as much as I like um, uh, Childish Gambino, old Danny Glover, I do like him. I think the the the, um, the Lando he presented is yeah. not the one that I think really worked. He did it really well, but yeah. does that make sense? It was like he was a bit too snide. <laughs> Orlando Cal- Lando Cal- Calrissian's for heart. So I need to sit down in the daytime on yeah. a Sunday when I'm pretty fresh, maybe when I haven't worked, and watch it in its entirety. We'll have to talk more about Sounds that. like the material for a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that's that's fair enough. I think you know, uh, watch it. Let me know what you think, but do do try and watch it and not fall asleep. Um, <laughs> but what about the other two? Did you Force Awakens and the, the, the Last Jedi? I I, Awakens, I loved. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that film. Yeah. Um, you know, my my my, my fellow you know Brit uh, Brits and Daisy Ridley love her to death. Um, you know, celebrity wife for me. I thought she was. Cool, like her yeah. character man, she always kept me drawing in. But the relationship she had with um what's his name? Uh my guy from Peckham. John Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega. God, it's been a long time since I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Love Boyega. When you say it, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Boyega. Uh thought he was great. Loved him. Yeah. In addition to the Star Wars franchise. Um but definitely Force Awakens, loved it. The Last Jedi. I finished four times. Oh lord! I eventually just said to myself, "I'm going to start from the middle mm. <laughs> and move on and watch the rest of it." Yeah. Some interesting parts. There were some parts I thought was cool. You know, it's great seeing Luke Skywalker in there a bit more. Yeah. But you know, the way that he was used maybe wasn't satisfying enough for me after waiting how many decades? Yeah. On the big screen again, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He was one of my heroes growing up. Okay. Anything, my main hero alongside Superman. Yeah. You know, I wanted to see more of him, like, in reality, there, kicking ass alongside the rest of the team. Yeah. Um, And uh, Kylo Ren, like, cool voice, like, a little bit intimidating at times, sometimes not, because when you start doing that shouty stuff, like, it's kind of like, (laughs) you don't need to shout. Yeah. You don't need to use your voice. Like, if you look at other pastime Star Wars movies, yeah. you have the big boss and they normally talk quite calm but assertive and you know you got to do what they say man like without them raising their voice and that to me instills fear and lets me know that's the boss with Kylo Ren I kind of think I feel like he's that younger brother the one that doesn't get enough attention mm. middle brother should I say yeah middle, middle child and he's sort of screaming for attention all the time like look at me guys look at me and it's just kind of annoying and it's like dude also like you know I'm all about Physiques and stuff, but mm. I think I said, <laughs> like, I've never seen 
anybody in the Star Wars franchise, correct me if I'm wrong, with their top off, unless they're like a green monster or something. No, like no, pretty much right, yeah. Especially when you're talking to who I think is your cousin. Um, I just thought it was a bit weird. And I thought, put your top back on. Well, Star Wars film, like, let's talk bad. <laughs> I think you're. I think your point. Your points are very fair. I. I. I would say this much about um, the whole Star Wars. I think Disney made one of a few mistakes. One, they keep trying to get the Chinese market to love Star Wars. They're not going to. They don't. They don't get it. They didn't see the originals. They, they're not going to watch it. Um, and they've tried. Have tried two times to get into the Chinese market. No, three times because um, I think even uh, Rogue One flopped over there. Right. Um, and I think it's just like they keep trying to get people to like Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And The Force Awakens ends up being a remake of the first film, very much yeah. so, which you know annoyed everybody else, and still the Chinese didn't take to it. And then um, the the um, the Last Jedi, um, I enjoyed greatly. I thought it was really really good, and it's just the certain scenes in there that blew me away. Uh, but I could get what you're saying at the same time as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, I hope the last film really does just deliver because clearly Kylo Ren is what Anakin Skywalker should have been if he hadn't fallen into love a bit. Sure. That's what I get from it. Do you know what I mean? That's the feeling I get from it. Um, what did you think of Luke's in the interpretation they did of Luke? Because I quite got that. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people were like, why would he be living in the middle of nowhere? He would have set up his own Jedi Council. I was like, hold on, right? You find out your dad's some sort of Hitler. You find out that he pretty much led to the death of your mother. And you find out that he killed, like, wiped out like six billion people. What? Why would you? Why would you want to carry on in his footsteps? Yeah, sure. And also, what I said to him, what you just explained there, and the way you explained it, you know, he could have that fear within in himself. Mm. At some point, could I be capable of these kind of things? Yeah. Of going to the dark side. Maybe it's best I just keep myself away from it. You see so much dark stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that also makes sense from that sort of particular psyche. So you know, I think that yeah, people have been harsh on the interpretation of. The Luke Skywalker character. Yeah. It's not all I wanted to see. I wanted to see something a bit more. Yeah. But, you know, I totally get it, man. I get why he would have secluded himself and mm. himself away from the rest of society and not. But we both agree we, we wanted more. We wanted a bit more badassery from Luke. Yeah. And we didn't get that. And and I think that was quite disappointing. We kind of did it from a distance in the end, but I wanted yeah. to be there. I think we might get Sonic in the last film. That trailer they dropped a couple of weeks ago was the boom. And was absolutely amazing. But Star Wars trailers... I went back and watched the original Phantom Menace trailer. Yeah. Damned good trailer. <laughs> but they don't quite deliver. No matter what you think of The Last Jedi or The Phantom Menace or the Star Wars movie you aren't happy with, you, one thing you have to admit is since The Phantom Menace, every trailer that they've done Mm. Been fantastic. Yeah. You know, absolutely fantastic. I remember when the first trailer for um, Force Awakens came out. Yeah. I mean, I think that broke some sort of trailer records at the time. Like, yes, it, it did indeed. I think you might be right. I think it hit 10 million in a day or yeah, something. And they do trailers well, man. So they can. Mm. Because that was a badass trailer. It was a mad trailer with Ray just standing there going. <laughs> And you're, you're like, what, 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 Guanin? Did she find out that Carter brother? What's going on? I reckon, you know, my only prediction for that film is I reckon she will end up being a Skywalker in name. Um, either Luke or Doctor and go, I may be a ghost, but you're, you know, my daughter. And, and they'll just create something new. Because clearly the Jedi's failed. Um, and they went up to the task. So the new Jedi Order will be Skywalkers. And they'll be like, yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna keep the Skywalker name in the franchise for as long as possible. Yeah. Okay, I'm selfish. I know some people say that they want to just move on from the Skywalker mm. scene together after the next one, but man, I'm happy to have Skywalker in it all day. All I ask if they is Star Wars. If, if they do another set of films, let's not wait thirty years. That's all I ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, in, that, in, in regards to the wait, I think you know 
this Christmas we get our next Star Wars and I think maybe take a break after that. Yeah, they are. They they just announced today or yesterday. Yeah. Today or yesterday they just announced that they're getting the next Star Wars film yeah. won't be until twenty twenty one, I think. And then twenty twenty three, then twenty twenty five, something like that. One every two years. Yeah. And with the new Disney streaming platform coming, we can start creating series, TV series based on characters from Star Wars. Maybe characters you don't know very well. Do you think that's gonna? Do you think that's gonna work? Why not? Because I was just looking at like um, I, we might have spoken about this the other day, but um, in terms of what DC Plus seems to be offering, their their tent pegs seem to be um, Star Wars and Marvel characters and their movies. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of streaming services launching. Yeah. People only have so much money. Right. You know, are you going to give up your Netflix for Disney Plus? Right. Yeah, and it may sound like it's an obvious question, but you've gone to see every film in the cinema. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Disney aren't going to stop selling DVDs or digital downloads to everybody. Right. Are you really going to put another 10, 15 quid a month yeah. into something well, that maybe, what maybe watch Land again? So maybe. Well, and it could listen to TV series. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sold, 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 sold all day long. I would take a, an Anakin Skywalker TV series and cancel my Netflix tomorrow. Okay. I'll do it tonight. I'll do it tonight. Give me some Anakin, right? Give me another storyline. Give me maybe one or two others and mm. some characters over time. And then release a movie five years down the line when we've got a bit more backstory and we can put it all together. Okay. You know, I like what Marvel are doing with the Disney streaming so yeah. uh, going forwards with having a couple of spin-off like the Loki TV series will be coming, yeah. out, coming out on there and I like that. So they've done it another way around where they've already built this big universe and then they're, they're now going to sort of do some spin-off TV yeah. series on their platform. Mm. So why don't Star Wars start off their next I think they've announced uh, one series of Mandalorian. Right. The Mandalorian is a Star Wars one, and that's got um, that's got the guy. You, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, did you? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> that's fine. The, the only character you'll know then, the only character you'll know then is um, Carl Weathers. Yeah. He's going to be an old um, Apollo Creed, which yeah, is, is just a beautiful thing that he's in it now because he was in um, Predator. Was it Predator? Yeah, he was in Predator. I think, so, yeah, I think that's beautiful because you've got the return of Carl Weathers. You've got Carl Weathers, and then you've got um, what's his name returning to the next Star Wars film? Um, Billy D. Williams. What do we have here? <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. that back as well I'm like how long are we going to wait for this and it's under Fox as well which is Disney this is it maybe clashing with that at a similar time Mm. why is this idea I don't know I've been wrong you know you need the diet Pepsi you need your coke you need the diet Pepsi right or whatever yeah Pepsi bounce off each other but I think a little gap would be bad yeah, I think each year it's going to be, it's going to be each, so each Christmas is going to be, one Christmas will be Star Wars, the next will be Avatar, and then that's the way it's going to work. So, um, moving on slightly, right, we're not getting to the football yet, right, we'll get there in a minute, but <laughs> obviously this week saw the birth of um, Archie of House Sussex, right? Right. And like, I spent a lot of line, time online reading people's views, and most people were like, congratulations, I'm happy for you. I'm a Republican, so I'm kind of split. First, you know, ethnic woman to enter uh, the royal family who's had this mixed-race kid, and um, I'm kind of torn because I'm a Republican, I'm not into the royal family, but at the same time, it is an amazing movement, right? Yeah. 
Um, and there were a lot of people being quite nice. A lot of people making a lot of jokes online about the kid being called Le- Leroy or um, Tyrone. <laughs> um, and then um, I think Danny Baker got sacked today. I don't know if you've heard. But Danny Baker, he's a DJ of radio, BBC Radio, and I think he does another one on um, another channel. Now, this is what he claims. He put a picture up of um, an old black and white picture of uh, old, what seems to be quite a posh couple, with a baby monkey. And said, congratulations, da-da-da, whatever, right? Now, he's now claiming that he would have put up whoever had had a baby, and if it was news, because it was like he didn't care. And I'm like, so you had no idea that uh, a monkey... Is, is is and like if somebody called me, I'm I'm really weird, right, Ty? Yeah. If somebody said I look like a gorilla or a monkey, I'd be like, well, I think monkeys and gorillas are majestic, beautiful animals. I'm not offended, but you know, you're a fool for thinking that's an insult. But sure. but um, anyway, before I go and not off on one. So Danny Baker put that picture up yesterday on Twitter and he claimed all day that he would have put it up. Well, no matter what, it was foolish. I didn't realise it was racist. Now, Danny Baker has been in broadcasting pretty much since I was a kid, right? As far as I'm concerned, there's no way that he couldn't have known. And if he didn't know that that was going to turn out to be racist, he deserved to be sacked all the more for being that ignorant. Ignorant. This is it. You must have sat down and thought... Oh, two Caucasian people are holding their monkeys. And how are people going to respond to that? Mm. You must have known. Don't be SS. Yeah. Own your shit. Yeah. And get the hell out of here. Yeah. You, know? you got you got fired straight away. The BBC were like, "Look, bruv, <laughs> I don't care if it was a mistake or not. You you you're gone." You're gone. <laughs> And the BBC were like, he was like, he got interviewed and he was like, oh, the BBC threw me under a bus. I'm like, no, you threw yourself under a bus. That's right, man. Like, what kind of Adderall was he on? It was a medication, the medication, yeah, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong, like, I'll go back to that Roseanne situation. Yeah. You know, I get her a little bit more, because fair play to her, she's the woman that she's talking about doesn't get black, she does. <laughs> <laughs> and Roseanne said she didn't realise she had any black in her at all. Yeah. She just, like, messed up. And uh, maybe, but she, again, she hasn't, she hasn't helped herself afterwards. Joan, she's then gone on a tirade to her, like, rah, 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 and she supports Trump, which didn't help. Like, yes, she probably messed up, but the fact she was supporting Trump at the same time, it just sort of, I think, came together, and people were like... Very yeah. Uh, everything is a, is a turn of many unfortunate events. Yeah. She said the wrong thing at the wrong time, and it came back to bite her in the ass. Yeah. So I give her a tiny bit of leniency, but this guy can get the. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you! How dare you insult the Prince of England, sir? How dare you? <laughs> um, Behead him. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is it is confusing times. I find myself torn. You know, it's like I, I'm like, yeah, it's another, it's another family um, surviving off of state benefits, but you know, we now have, we now have little Archie in the, in the palace. And um, what's really interesting about this situation is, ever since Meghan married Harry, the royal family have had to hire extra social media people because of the torrent of racial abuse, which I find interesting that. Of all the people in the United Kingdom that realise how bad racism is, it's yeah. now the royal family. Um, and I think people are actually starting to wake up to the fact that online is actually quite a horrible place. Oh, it's a horrible place, for sure. You know, there's also some nice stuff happening on there. I see some lovely comments. Yeah, there's some great porn. I mean, there's some great, there's some great videos. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, for some reason, people think they have the... Uh, the right to say anything that they yeah. want. Yeah. And but you, you also get some people who probably aren't racist, but they'll say something just to capture the attention of people. Yeah. And get some comments mm. written on their comments and stuff like that, you know? It's really oh, yeah, I think every. I, I totally agree with you, Ty, because I think. And it does, it highlights how it is still prominent in society. Yeah. Obviously, it just gets under the carpet. Mm. We know this. We know this. But it is good to see that. You know, you're showing your two faces now. Yeah. yeah. Show us your two colours. Yeah. Because we don't like that. Yeah. You're hiding it. Yeah. I don't like that. Be honest. Yeah. With you. 
you are, yeah? And mm. if you don't like people of another colour or creed or gender or whatever, go find a secluded place somewhere and keep yourself there and live your life there happy by yourself because what we want over here is unity and togetherness and we want a multicultural society with accepting people is what we want. So to those of you out there who aren't down with that, you know what to do with yourself. Yes! Preach! <laughs> 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 so um like I said, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful moment. The kid looks cute. Um credit to him. He's called Archie. He's gonna run around the gonna run around the back and back in the palace with his little fro. Hopefully don't let him grow a fro. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's gonna happen. But hopefully he's gonna have a little little fro and just run around the palace. Under that he's gonna have like some like flats. Yeah. <laughs> what I hear yeah, yeah, of course. Harry did. Don't watch that. There's a reason why Harry used to go on holiday to Jamaica every year. I always expected him to get married to a Jamaican girl. I, I, I used to put money bets on it that he'd get married to a Jamaican girl because he always went on holiday. Yeah, he's a big. I've met him before. Yeah. I've met his mother. I'm quite lucky to have met them both. Yeah. Insane, but my, look, I don't want to disrespect the rest of the world family. Yeah. Will. We're about the same age. I grew up seeing you on TV. But I met your mother. She was cool as hell. Really down to earth. Super inspirational. Harry is just the same. Yeah. I appreciate them both. Mm. Hopefully, we can continue her legacy as it should have been continued. Uh, because, yeah, that was cut short. And that is some sad stuff. That yeah. On my birthday as well. Oh, wow. I remember the day that happened, yeah. I feel like we have a connection. Mm. <laughs> well, look, uh, Harry. Harry's always seemed to be the down to earth guy, and I think um, it's quite interesting the amount of abuse Megan is still getting. And it's one of those things about the online community. Everybody thinks that they, like you said, it. Whenever you go on Facebook or wherever, the first mission of every British person is to be funny. Yeah. or get some attention and that seems to be what happens now yeah. and i think a lot of that is that but it's quite nice to see that the royal family are actually realizing actually um racism is quite a nasty thing out there we need to do something about it um i heard rumor they might actually move to africa i don't know how true that is yeah. harry and Meghan might move to africa to do some ambassadorial work and also outreach and that could be quite interesting um especially post brexit which seems like it's still happening and uh <laughs> now moving on <laughs> we, we could come back to that one next week well this is the start of a beautiful journey let's 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 not f put all our cards where are we now right we've still got a bit of time right so um we'll do this one quickly right i know i know it's a touchy subject for you right but over the past two days obviously right now, every time this happened, I was asleep, right? So I'd wake up or I'd be somewhere like a cinema or whatever, turn on my news app, first Liverpool, um, get to the Champions League final, and then Tottenham get to the Champions League final, playing the type of football that um, seems to only be played in the Champions League, but they both got to the final from deficits that most teams would struggle against not bad teams either here Barcelona ain't no they ain't no cheap yeah, I, I mean to, <laughs> to play against Barcelona albeit at your home ground but to play against Barcelona to score four goals four goals mm. yeah, I'm not that surprised at all I've yeah. seen teams score three four goals against a Barcelona team yeah. and even the strongest Barcelona team before yeah. I've seen it happen, so it never surprises me. What surprised me is that they couldn't score for the life of them mm. second leg. To be beaten 4-0 by anybody yeah. for Barcelona is just insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Because all they needed was one goal. Yep. And they've got a goal. And for Barcelona not to achieve that is just insane. In mm. That's what I'll say on that. <laughs> Happy for Liverpool. Mm. When I got on my number 63 bus from Peckham to go to Sydney, as soon as I stepped on the bus to pay the bus driver, 
all I could hear from the back seat is, ah, this was on a Monday morning after a Sunday's game. And I would get ripped to shreds the whole day. <laughs> but respect to Liverpool, you're a massive club, huge club with huge history. And I was saying from pre-season this year that I believe you guys will win the league. And I kind of still want you to do that. But I would much rather you in the Champions League now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Tottenham. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll leave Tottenham. It's too soon. Too soon. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's too soon. I know. I know. But speak. Well done. Yeah. Okay. We'll take that. I'm hurt. <laughs> Shit. Well, I'm hurt. <laughs> so my bones. I. I, I tried to refuse, it was happening, I was like, trying to write a song at the time and it was just totally throwing me off because I wasn't watching the game but my phone kept buzzing from my WhatsApp groups which have too many Tottenham fans in there <laughs> and it was completely chilling my vibe so I put my phone upside down, I'm going to switch off and I kind of got it to the back of my mind I had a bit of a moment with my girlfriend which was nice to help me forget about the football for a while yeah. I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning at 5 a.m. to get ready for work. Mm. I laid there for a few minutes thinking, life's good. Life feels good. Even though it feels difficult getting up so early. And then I started coming to my senses a little bit. Life's still good. But damn, I am a bit bitter at the moment because Tottenham pulled <laughs> up a minor miracle and got into the fucking final of the Champions League. Yes, they did. That just makes me sick to my core. That's fair enough. I can understand that. I'm so nervous. Their fans... You guys are unbearable. <laughs> I'm not Tottenham. Yeah, 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 many of you, I know many of you. Some of you mm. are family. Some of you are friends. Very close best friends. <laughs> you kill me, man. And like, I am so nervous. If you guys win this trophy, I have to leave the country and <laughs> live in a secluded place where nobody likes football. Or cares about football. I don't know. I don't have to go to some part of. Amazon or something like that, or a jungle in Africa where they, they have like cannibalist tribes or some shit and live with them. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't give a shit about football. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel, I feel your pain. But you're, you're still in the, um, what is it, the, uh, is it the UEFA? Yeah. Yeah, you see it. Europa League. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that will be kicking Right, okay, so I will leave you shortly to that. Um, thank you for coming on for the first show. Uh, I'll return, the, the return. Um, the sound will be a lot better the next time, I promise people. But enjoy the show, like it, uh, share it, listen. Um, and we'll be back with more topics uh, for the next show, which will probably be next week. But this is a Global Frequency. My name's CJ Rock. And I'm tired. Uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Loving you. Have a nice night.